John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, welcome one and all to The Late Show. I'm your host, Coco Show. (laughs) All of us watching from China. Happy Monday, everybody. It's the 1st of August. Now, typically, uh, August is a month when the news slows down. Americans go on vacation. Congress uh, gets ready for recess. And Wolf Blitzer hits the situation hammock. And that that slow news may explain why today's top headline is Joe Biden tested positive again for coronavirus. That's right, extra, extra, man never really that sick, technically still sick. (laughs) There you go, mister. Last week, Biden tested negative. Now he's positive again. Experts say he's likely experiencing Paxlovid rebound. Wow! Getting COVID twice in a row. Because you took Paxlovid. Who could have seen this coming? (laughs) It happened to me. It happened to me in May. Happened to a lot of folks. I don't know anyone who's taken Paxlovid who didn't get it again. It's the hottest rebound since J-Lo tested positive for a second case of Affleck. Researchers... True story. Based on true story, that's right. Researchers say Paxlovid rebound is caused by insufficient drug exposure. Not enough of the Paxlovid drug gets to infected cells to stop all viral replication. So the COVID pops right back up, which is why the White House is now trying to give Paxlovid to Biden's poll numbers. (laughs) Biden... Yeah. (laughs) Took a second. Takes a second. Biden posted this update from re-quarantine. Hey, folks. Joe Biden here. Tested positive this morning. Going to be working from home for the next couple of days. Uh, and the film fine. Everything's good. But the uh, commander and I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I, uh... I asked commander, asked commander here if I could sit down and take a breather. He said, no, that's okay. <laughs> Two of us got a lot of work to do, starting with keep an eye on that squirrel that's been taunting us all morning right over there. Then we're going to go upstairs and chew Jill's loafers. (laughs) There's a story about Congress and veterans out there that uh, you might have heard of. I'm just going to start by saying I've been making the political jokey make-em-ups for over 20 years now, and I've never seen anything so baldly cynical and pointlessly malicious as this. If there are children in the room, tell them to age quickly and please vote. Because (laughs) recently... Recently, both the House and the Senate overwhelmingly passed a bill called the PACT Act, which would expand health care coverage for military veterans who were exposed to toxins and burn pits during their service. That's something we can all agree on. If we're going to go to war, we have to take care of the warriors. Except that, due to an administrative issue, the Senate had to re-vote on the bill. And this time, the bill was blocked because 25 Republican senators flipped their votes. And... (laughs) 
Like many Americans, I like to flip them in return. And... Why would Republicans screw over veterans on a bill that they previously voted for? Well, one theory is that they had their boxers in a bunch after Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer secretly negotiated a big climate deal. So, screwing veterans might be political payback. Well, that would be some misdirected anger, GOP. That's like a quarterback saying, all right, huddle up. We're down 20. I just threw an interception, and the other team scored. Here's the play. I'm going to go sucker punch that old guy at the hot dog stand. <laughs> all right? Slap grandpa on three. <laughs> of course, when it's a story this horrible, you know it's got to involve Texas senator and butthole all dressed up for his prostate exam. <laughs> Ted Cruz. After blocking health care to veterans, Cruz was caught on camera walking up to Montana Senator Steve Daines and giving him a fist bump. I imagine there's some veterans out there who would also like to bump Ted Cruz with their fists. <laughs> this whole thing... There you go. That's closer. There you go. This whole thing is outrageous. And you know who is particularly outraged? My old buddy and leprechaun law partner, John Stewart. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Stew's been advocating for this veterans health care bill for years and almost saw it across the finish line until Republicans shanked it and he had words. So ain't this a bitch? Yeah. Yep. Ain't this a bitch? Yep. America's heroes who fought in our wars outside sweating their asses off with oxygen, battling all kinds of ailments, while these motherfuckers sit in the air conditioning, walled off from any of it. If this is America first, then America is Wow. Now, a lot of people... It's a strong word. This is America first. A lot of people are calling on John to run for president, and that would make a great campaign slogan. Right up there with Tippy Canoe and <laughs> you too. It was. I'm sorry, James. Such. I'm sorry we have the potty mouth tonight when James Taylor is here. It's a big weekend. <laughs> Spoiler: James Taylor is here. <laughs> it was. It gave away. It gave away the big entrance. It was a big weekend for former president, the Dim Reaper. <laughs> he hosted a golf tournament at his New Jersey club as part of the Live Tournament, a new golf tour financed by Saudi Arabia, which critics have bashed as sport-washing by a brutal regime seeking to cleanse its reputation after the murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Not to be confused with sports-washing, which is when you hire Gronk to do your delegates. <laughs> Survivors and families of 9-11 also protested the tournament because of Saudi involvement in that terrible attack. And the former president was asked about that on Thursday. What do you say to those family members who prote protested earlier this week and will be doing so again on Friday? Well, nobody's gotten to the bottom of 9-11, unfortunately. Sure. No one has any idea who did 9-11 or what country they came from. That's why in 2011, that famous headline read, SEAL Team 6 shoots some dude in the eye. What gives? 
On Thursday, a photographer got a candid shot of the former president without makeup that got the internet a buzzin. And I think it's sad commentary on American culture that a man can be shamed like that. I mean, how bad could the photo be? Oh, my God! <laughs> Someone turned off the AC at Madame Tussauds. <laughs> it reminds me... It reminds me... It reminds me of that scene in Star Wars. Ew! Oh, my God! Back in the helmet! Back in the helmet! Of course, inflation is still rocking our world. Prices are so high that it's led to an increase in theft. Now stores are locking up spam due to inflation in New York City. And one place you need a key to access the precious salt meat is the Port Authority bus depot, where it's being stocked in anti-theft cases. Of course, if you're eating spam in the Port Authority, you've got bigger problems than inflation. (laughs) Now, the photo I'm about to show you, I want you to know the photo I'm about to show you is absolutely real. I didn't think it was at first when I saw it. But here's the deal. They've also locked up spam's disappointed father, Ham. (laughs) That's like an exhibit in the Museum of Sadness. Now, to everyone saying, hey, Steve, isn't all this ham security going too far? Let me point out that this is celebrity ham. (laughs) I assume it starred in the movie Babe, which is why they're advertising it with the slogan, mmm, that'll do, pig. (laughs) We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Patton Oswalt. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. My first guest tonight is an Emmy and Grammy award-winning comedian you know from the King of Queens, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and all his comedy specials. His new film, I Love My Dad, hits theaters this Friday. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Mr. Patton Oswalt. Nice to have you back. Thanks, it's great to be back. Wow. Um, I, I, uh, I understand. I, I just missed you. I was out at uh, Comic-Con week yes. ago Friday, something like that? Y- yes, we were there. You were uh, hosting the Lord of the Rings Rings of Power panel. Right. And I was in the audience. I was going to interview some of the cast later, but we were all watching you. Listen. I was I, a surprise. I, mean, I was well, a surprise. You were a, you, well, you were a surprise. You were also, and I mean this as a compliment, okay. the best 
and worst moderator for that panel because... Do go on. Well, on the one hand, you're, you were so enthusiastic sure. and you had all of your Tolkien knowledge and you were so fired up. On the other hand, these poor cast members, half of the panel was you going, that's not how that's pronounced. It, it, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a harder Scottish... Try that again. No, that's not... No, what, I'm I, sorry, what did you say? No, that's wrong. That's not what your character's name is. So it's weird that you would be in this show and you got the... Okay, whatever. Like, it felt like... It, it just... It felt like you were almost giving them their exit interview. Like, whoever mispronounced their names wasn't going to get to be on season two. <laughs> that's how they were testing All I did was ask one guy playing an elf if he was a Nandor or an Avari. Is that such yeah. a hard question? And then he mis... Did he mispronounce it or he... he he said it wrong. He picked the wrong thing. I'd, I'm not going to help you attack me. Okay, well, I... <laughs> Let's move on. All right, I'm sorry. Well, how about this? Did you yeah. spend any time looking at the rest of... Like, did you do the rest of Comic-Con? Or did you just do your panels and I had get out? so many panels to do. I was... I was... I hosted... I had a, the panel for the Sandman, uh, which also... Neil come, Gaiman. Yeah, Neil Gaiman's The Sandman, um, which also premieres Friday, August 5th on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, and then I also I ho- I got to host the Severance panel. See, which... I wish I could have seen the Severance <clears throat> panel. That show is amazing and so unnerving. Yes. So, you know, at the same a- time, how many people here have seen the show? Have you seen Severance? Severance? Yeah. There you go. It's um, it, it's 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 this incredible show about they really nail how um, corporations there, there's kind of this mandated mental illness so that you can disassociate yourself from the crushing boredom of your own job sure. because it helps the company's bottom line down the road, but sure. it, at the cost of your well-being. And they they just play with that so brilliantly, you know? And did you learn anything from the cast about what it's like to shoot? Because yes. I'm wondering whether it's claustrophobic <laughs> to actually do it because it seems like such a complete world. Claustrophobia would have been nice. It was the opposite. They built all those, you know, all the hallways on the show, those long tracking shots? They built that ma- bare, like, Well, they're not them. faking that with, no, like... No, no, no. They built this whole maze of hallways, and the set, the office set's in the middle. So Adam Scott and, um, uh, 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 oh, my God, why am I blanking on her name? Um, uh, Lauer. Um, who plays Heliar. Yes, who plays Heliar. I'll get her name halfway through this anecdote. Watch it. It'll be amazing. Um... <laughs> They would, to go to the bathroom, they had to go off set, and then they would come back, and then they would get lost in the hallways. So Adam Scott would be like, I would just go, follow my voice. It's Adam Scott. I'm back from the bathroom. And they'd just send people, and they had to keep yelling so they could be found in the hallways. Well, another, another show that, this is not a show that you were paneling, but mm-hmm. one, of, one of my favorite shows Brit of all Lauer. time. Britt Lauer. Britt Lauer. Sorry. I knew the name the entire oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. Britt Lauer. There yeah. it is. I didn't want to... I wanted to see you suffer is what uh, exactly. I wanted. Exactly. This, this is what he did during the Lord of the Rings. He sat there the whole time. I knew everything. I did not at all. We have to take a quick break, but when we come back, I will ask Patton Oswald about being in one of my favorite shows, Veep. Stick around. <laughs> Thank you.
Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game. Headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. show that you did not do a panel on, but that I admire so much, and that you were in as Teddy Sykes, hands-on guy, Veep. <laughs> Veep yes. is one of my favorite, and also one of my favorite characters from Veep. There you are. Oh, um, God. You, you used to be uh, <laughs> chief of staff yes. to the vice president, mm-hmm. and then you ran Jonah's 2020 presidential <laughs> campaign, as you called him, hey, I am Groot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did, did being part of Veep change your view of politics? Well, yes, it changed my view of politics in that a, a lot of the myths about um, that you know, oh, people that are running politics must be the cream of the crop. No, um, we, oh a, a lot God. of times the people at the wheel are drunk and on pills and barely holding it together. Um, but it also made me love the American system a little more because it shows you how resilient it is that even that... Every now and then it falls into the hands of just pure sociopaths. It hasn't completely fallen apart yet. There's something kind of beautiful about that, you know? Right, the essential resilience that even when a maniac's at the wheel, the guardrail keeps you on the mountain. Yes, exactly. Like, once Caligula got in charge, it was over for that empire. We've had many Caligulas, and uh, we're still sort of rolling down the highway right now. A couple of the wheels are on fire. Um, you know, maybe the, maybe the, uh, there, there's smoke coming out of the dashboard, but it's still moving forward, and that's what's beautiful. Now, it's a message of hope. It's a, it's a message really of hope. It really is a message of hope. You've got a new movie out yes. this Friday. Yes. It's called I Love My Dad, yep. which is a lovely title for, for, for a movie based on, based on a true story. Tell the good folks what the story is. Okay, the, basically, the, the logline is a father... Catfish is his son. Catfish is his own son. What was what actually happened was the writer, director, and, and co-star, this young uh, filmmaker, James Morsini, who's brilliant, in real life, when he was in his 20s, he cut his father off, blocked his phone number, blocked him on social media. His father, who still wanted to stay in contact with him, because his father was messed up, but the son was also going through some bad stuff. The, in real life, he was catfished by his dad. His dad created a Facebook profile of a cute young girl um, so they could just have conversations. But the, but James actually kind of fell in love with this girl who was, yes. And um, so he, the movie is about what actually happened to him. It is a true slash horrifying story. And um, we, have, we, have, we have a clip here oh, with yes. the wonderful <clears throat> Rachel Drash. Oh, Rachel Drash plays my... Uh, she plays my boss. I'm a, she's also my girlfriend, and I am trying to get her to pretend like she is the girl on a phone call with my son because he's demanding he hasn't talked to her yet. So I'm like, oh, pretend to be the girl. And uh, it goes beautifully. Jim. Is this... Franklin? Is, is this a good time? Yeah, I was just... Yeah, sorry. I, I, was, I was literally just... In the middle... Uh, uh, yeah, what's going on? Uh, how's your day going? Pretty good. How's it going with you? What are you wearing? 
just sweatpants and a uh, Red Sox shirt. Uh, what if, What about you? Just a dress. Oh, awesome. No panties. Sorry? Just got out of the shower. Oh. Hopefully you did your laundry so that there are clean towels. Mm. Your voice is sexy. I'm actually not good on the phone, uh, to be totally honest. Me neither. Do you want to just meet in person? Sure, I'd love to. <laughs> Sounds great. See you soon. Yeah. Pat, lovely to see you again. Thank you so much. I'll see you in Hall H. Thank you. Yes. I Love My Dad will be in theaters this Friday. It's Pat and Oswald, everybody. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.